0: Good Afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Dark to Light Podcast with
1: Frankie Val in the basement and
0: Beans. You're in the basement still. You're gonna be in the basement. I'll for a be long here time. for a
1: couple, for at least a few more weeks. But things are really looking good today. We got carpets on Saturday, and then you know, a lot, lot of furniture stuff, and and then I start emptying the basement all the Rubbermaids come out of here my entire library comes out uh, it, this place is going to just deflate down here I can't wait
0: fantastic I hate clutter I hate clutter too it's the worst that's great awesome news the construction is winding down um we have a an interesting show today Frank um a couple a, a lot of things are going on well number one tomorrow is the appeals hearing in the Missouri v Biden case Everybody's counting down. Everyone and their mother has jumped on the case. We're going to go over that for everybody today. We're obviously going to go over some Trump um, stuff that's going on because there's a lot of that. But first, actually, I think I have this first. Let's do Missouri v. Biden first because I have it set here first. Did you hear the ad in the beginning of the show?
1: Uh Yes. You
0: heard the audio. Okay. Because my computer did an update and settings changed everywhere. And I was like, I hope the settings that I'm fixing are the right ones. So as long as we're good there. All right. So as everybody knows, tomorrow is going to be the hearing for the appeal in the Missouri v. Biden case. That's where the Fifth Circuit will determine whether the temporary injunction that the judge put on the government saying that they could not uh, communicate with social media companies to censor Americans will stand or it will be overturned. If it's overturned, it'll go to the Supreme Court. If it stands, it'll go to the Supreme Court. However, what remains to be seen is what this three-panel judge, um, this the panel of three judges, will do tomorrow. Since it's an appeal, this will be. You can listen to this live. This can be listened to live. And when there's an appeal filed, people can jump onto it on what's called friend of the court briefs and, and put their argument into the mix for the judges to consider as they try to make their determination. That has happened in wide-ranging fashion. So first, a lot of independent parties jumped in, but um, a bunch of Democrat-led states jumped in in support of the, I mean, in support of the government, saying that they think censorship should continue, of course. New York, California, who was it? Let me see. I got a whole bunch of them here. Here it is, Arizona, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Maine, uh, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Nevada, New Jersey, New Mexico, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Vermont, Wisconsin, and the District of Columbia all filed a brief saying that they wanted the government to continue to be able to censor because they have to keep us safe, Frank. It's very important.
1: I hate them. You You know, every last one of those states, has all I mean according to their and if their if their constitution doesn't allow it they could have a state constitutional convention and make whatever adjustments they need to make sure that they can keep their citizens in Rhode Island and DC and everywhere else safe I mean Washington DC citizens is is ridiculous um if you're not a part of the federal campus over there you should be part of Maryland but um but it it, it just like every last one of them, they could they can tailor and the internet they can do whatever they want within their borders to make certain things inaccessible, force people into using VPN. Well, they did that. The they it. did
0: that in 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 wasn't it Louisiana that stopped all of the porn on because they required a real age verification check on Pornhub.
1: They can eighty percent. They can do it. So the fact that they're all teaming together to say that there needs to be blanket uh blanketed uh th- th- we have to live under this 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 terribly illegal and unethical immoral relationship between a political uh, gang and the uh, the technology that actually facilitates most of human communication these days is is absolutely incredible
0: um the thing that really gets to me the thing that really gets me is that the government has three standing arguments that the states don't have the right to sue the federal government on, those are in front of this panel too. But then these states filed to support the government saying like they basically just downgraded the government's standing argument by filing on the case. It was pretty interesting to me. After that, we got a whole bunch of other ones. Seven Republican states joined. Um, we've got South Carolina, Nebraska, Idaho, Iowa, Kansas, Utah, and Florida, who all filed. Florida filed their own because they had a little bit of different of an argument. I haven't read the whole thing because it's just a lot of reading. But the the Republican states came on. And then today, or yesterday, Renee Duresta and Alex Stamos from the Election Integrity, Integrity Partnership, one of the NGOs receiving government money, filed in support of the censorship because we have to stay safe, Frank. It's very important. And then yesterday, um, yesterday, the uh, America First Legal filed a brief on behalf of the Weaponization Committee. So this case has become a venerable free-for-all of everybody jumping in to say whether or not they support or oppose government censorship, which uh, is interesting. Tomorrow, I'm working on getting an interview or booking an interview and finalizing a time with jeff landry who is the attorney general in louisiana hopefully i'll do that interview after the hearing it'll be later in the evening probably around five or six eastern time if it happens If not, I also am working to finalize times with the solicitors generals from Missouri and Louisiana who will be arguing this case in front of the court. So hopefully that scheduling stuff works out and we have their perspectives. And I think the court will offer their opinion um, and their decision relatively quickly after the hearing. I don't think it's gonna take very long. So off we go with that. Finally. Yeah.
1: Finally, some, some swings.
0: Yeah, so Frank, I wanted to do this COVID stuff real quick because it, it's back, Frank. COVID cases up 55% in New York. Doctors warn of new variants. They I warn. Mean,
1: they, what, what do you, of course, it, 2024 is months away. Of course, this has to, they have to start it, layering this in.
0: This is the New York Post. It's not going to... This. I don't think... I, I. Everybody's saying that. I don't think that's what this is. I think people just need clicks and fear-mongering to make their lives complete, but I want to read this article because it it just doesn't say anything. In May, the COVID-19 emergency was officially declared over, but the coronavirus is still a significant concern, according to some in the medical community. Now, granted, I know a lot of people right now who have COVID. Big effing whoop. Who cares? It's going to come around for the South Carolina. It was always a summer thing. It was never a fall and winter virus. It was always the summer that was bad. June through like August, September was always when everybody had COVID. That's just the way it was. Anyway, the latest data from the New York State Department of Health released August 2nd shows that COVID cases spiked by 55 percent since the prior week, with an average of 824 reported cases per day across the state. And hospital admissions for the disease increased by 22% compared to the previous week, which translates to more than 100 admissions a day. Meanwhile, a new variant dubbed EG5 or Eris has arisen as the dominant strain, causing about 17% of COVID cases nationwide, according to the CDC. However, Dr. Ashwin Vassan, the New York Health Commissioner, has said, The good news is that we're not seeing anything in the virus that suggests it's getting more transmissible or more lethal. What this really is, is just waning immunity.
1: Okay, so then why'd you write the article? So you mean we've been living with this the whole time and now it's less, I just, okay, well.
0: The rise isn't limited to New York, 8,000 US hospital emissions in the week ending July 22nd across the country. CDC data also shows that each year since the pandemic began, an annual winter spike in cases, such as when the Omicron variant caused a leap, is followed by a, fall, a smaller increase in the middle of the summer. Here, here we go. The most frightening thing to me is that we don't know where Omicron came from, Berstein said, adding that an even deadlier variant could arise without warning. It's just fear-mongering nonsense. Ignore it all. Ignore it all. Because if you don't, you turn into this poor woman right
2: here. Look at this. I don't remember the last time I went to see a movie because I don't love going to the movie theater, but I'll tell you what, it pisses me off that I can't go see Barbie. I want to go see it, even if it is white feminism. I want to be able to go. So I'm doing a thing. And if you live in the Pacific Northwest, you can do a thing with me. Here's what it is next week which is July 31st, August 1st, someday next week on a weekday, I am renting out a theater in Northwest Portland. The entire theater, the whole theater. Um, The theater seats 46 people, I think. We're only gonna do 20 tickets. So me and 19 other people, that's it. Um, In addition to that, there will be one employee. So the entire building, the entire cinema. We have to stop this for Aurora. We have to. Hi!
1: No, we're we're just listening.
0: Can I say say hi,
1: Tracy? <laughs> say good morning, Tracy.
0: Good morning, Tracy.
1: Oh God. Say say beans.
0: Beans.
1: <laughs> oh, there's your new there's your new promo.
0: I love it. I love it. Okay, back to the clip.
1: Are, is this, is this about perineum tanning? N-
0: n- no. <laughs>
1: there's because there's the, the the images on the screen. Somebody was sunning their their butt Um, somebody had sun on there they're getting sun on their butt i don't know what
0: you're talking about you didn't see it no
1: okay well anyway
0: i don't know what you're all right rora
1: cutie butt thank you for coming by (laughs)
0: love you
1: say see you later
0: she's so cute some paper
1: towels y'all you're getting some paper towels and now what are you gonna do
0: now we're going
1: tell everybody what you ate for breakfast
3: um a sandwich and blueberries and strawberries.
1: Strawberries and blueberries and a sandwich.
0: What kind of sandwich? Um, bacon.
1: A bacon sandwich.
0: Bacon sandwich, my gosh, you're my kind of woman.
1: Bacon and eggs, like a New Yorker. All right, see you later, little cutie pie.
2: <laughs> How do we go back to this blob now? We're gonna have we to. We can go back to it. All right, here All right. we go.
1: There we go. It's going to
2: be one employee plus 20 attendees. That's it. Um, We are the only people in the building, and every single person, including that employee, is going to be wearing an N95 the entire time. The employee is going to put it on before they enter the building. They've been chosen specifically for this purpose. They seem to get it. Um, If you show up, Because you bought a ticket, I need to see a KN-94 well-fitted or a 95 well-fitted or a P-100. And if I see a baggy mask, I'm going to tell you to take it off and put on one that I hand you. I'm holding onto a bunch of masks. Choose the one you like best. Um, There are no concessions during the movie. They're not even going to open it up. Do not bother bringing food or drinks. You may not take your mask off in the movie. If you need to scratch...
1: This is summer 2023?
2: Uh, yes. And I'm going to continue this because it just gets at your nose or worse. you need to take a sip of water. You need to get up, exit the theater, do that, and then come back. She can't, she's saying you can't even take a drink of water in there without getting
0: up, going outside, taking your mask off, taking a sip of water, putting your mask back on, and coming back inside. This woman is out of her freaking mind. Wait. This is what we've done to people, not us. <laughs> this is what has happened.
1: So this um, is a this is a a policy that she likes.
0: This is a policy. I thought she's
1: complaining. She, that no, she's, no,
0: she is renting out a theater. These are her rules. If you want to go and see Barbie, because you can't go see it if you're going to be around people who are not protected. Look at
1: the look at the physical condition this person is in, and this is her concern. This is her concern. Masks and a cold. When she obviously takes care of n- n- nothing else in her life. Look at the, condi- the physical condition she's in. Man, this, this is a person scratching and clawing for purpose. That's all it is because I, they, they, they have no other responsibility, obviously.
0: It's three minutes long her little tirade about what she should do Pro.
2: They're gonna be medically fragile people there. This is their first opportunity in like three and a half years. So we are not fucking around here, folks. You're um, not fucking around no here. you Don't fuck around when you go to the a buffet either. Solidly for two hours. <laughs> like I'm not gonna do little kids cause I don't blame them, but it is what it is. This is going to be a morning showing. We are the first people in the building. So we will be in and out well before any other employees or other people show up for the showings. The building will have had a chance to clear the air from the night before. Um, and also, they upgraded their filtration over the past three years and they just had an inspection June 26th, their quarterly inspection, and changed out all of their MERV filters. So they're in a pretty good spot. It's going to be 20 to 25 bucks a person. All I'm doing is covering the cost. Uh, that's it. Um, so I will refund any overages. Um, it is a risk. I, I don't know how else to put that. It is definitely a risk to be in a building for two hours. Makes me. Anxious. I wish this was a parody. It would be so much easier.
1: Oh, right. Walking up a flight of stairs is a risk for, for her heart.
0: So she talked about kids, right? A new study came out. Kids almost never transmitted COVID in schools. 18,000 students, 34 schools, four months, and 44 COVID infections, including no infections of teachers or other staff members. Now, I don't know... About this because I know William got it at school, so I it happens. I, I I but there's always been this this you know theory that kids aren't transmitting COVID to anybody somehow for some reason, and this study seems to back this up a little bit. I don't know how it could be possible.
1: I mean, school is where we all got our greatest inoculations. I mean that that was really it. So I don't I don't doubt that people are are passing this, thing. if there's something to be passed around, schools are always gonna be where it is. The real question is, are children going to go home and go out of school and bring it to somebody who is in a little bit more of a susceptible health position, which is why when we were all in school and the flu was going around, the cold is going around, chicken pox, whatever the hell it is, once you felt sick, you stayed home. And when you were home, you didn't go to grandma's house. I mean, we, we all had our our, our COVID protocols our stop entire it. damn lives. Just
0: stop being logical, Frank. It's really not acceptable in today's day and age.
1: COVID protocols. It's just it was just common sense.
0: Well, but I just was, like
1: with climate change, they need everything to be a public health crisis so that there is power to be seized upon, responsibility was, and authority to be seized upon.
0: I was talking to um. I was talking to a friend yesterday, and we were talking about the increase in parochial school attendance in our state here in South Carolina. And the reason for the increase in parochial school outside of just the curriculum and values and what they're teaching in those schools versus the public schools was there were no COVID restrictions in those schools. You could go in without a mask. You could, you know, there was no two week quarantine. Like my daughter... Was out of school for over a month and was never sick, only because my son got sick.
1: I remember you. I remember every time you would make the announcement of another round of quarantine that Viv had to live through because somebody else around her was sick. It's
0: it's, (laughs) ridiculous.
1: Yeah, it it, Really?
0: I mean, so anyway, that's we're still, we still have poor people who are afraid to go see a movie. Three years into this, non-deadly for most people, flu. It's really something. So let's move on to something that I am so happy about. Neo. Did you hear all of this going on with Neo? He's a, a hip-hop rapper, singer, guy.
1: Oh, yeah. Refused to apologize for some uh, some some trans freak out.
0: The story's better than that, actually. So here is what he said that caused all the controversy. He's on a podcast.
4: Parents have almost, almost forgotten what the role of a parent is. Amen. It's We've like, okay, if your little boy comes to you and says, Daddy, I want to be a girl. And you just let him rock with that. You just let. Right. He's five. Right.
2: And where did he get that if from? If you
4: let this five-year-old boy decide to eat candy all day, he's going to do that. Exactly. Like, when, when did it become a good idea to let a five-year-old, let a six-year-old, let a 12-year-old make a life-changing decision for themselves? When did that happen? Right, like I don't, I don't understand that. I, I I don't get that. And to
2: medicate these young kids that are five, six, growing up and knowing that. It, it affects their brain, it affects their organs. It, it makes them sick, but they're not allowed to do drugs. They're not allowed to do alcohol. Right. But we can medicate them He can't them
4: up. drive a car yet, but he can decide his sex?
2: Right, oh, right, what sex orientation, and he can cut up his peepee, and, and that to me that makes no sense whatsoever. Is, I,
4: so I, I don't know if this is true, but I heard a rumor that they they either passed or are trying to pass a law in LA that states, if your child comes to you and asks to do some of these things and you say no, they could take your kid from you. Yeah, them. that's true just passed in California. That does that makes no
2: sense. They want us to have no control over our children.
4: I, I don't I don't get it. In
2: schools, I don't in get it. hospitals, libraries. Yeah, they just want to manipulate you got to understand when they're so young and they're already that's impressionable. That's right. Mm-hmm. And from them, they're gonna believe what you say. I yeah. mean, we say Santa Claus is real. You know, the Easter and they Bunny. It, like, right, oh, exactly. Like they know what they're doing.
4: Remember who you're dealing with. Like, I, I don't, I, I can't take credit for it, but I heard somebody boy, say, "Santa one time. is He's like, real. All right. If your son yeah, comes to you yeah. and says, "Daddy, I want to be a girl," ask your son, son, what is a girl?
2: Mmm, that's a good one. What is he
4: gonna do? He's gonna say, uh, "Well, he might, he might want to play with dolls." All right, you want to play with dolls? Fine, play with dolls. Right. But you're a boy. Right. Playing with dogs. That's you right. I want to wear pink. All right, cool. Wear pink. But you're a boy. That's right. Wearing pink. No oh issue with, with the LBGT. I have no problem with none of it, With nobody. Right. Okay. Love who you love. Do what you do. Exactly. I just personally come from an era where a man was a man and a woman was a woman. And it wasn't but two genders. And that's just how I rocked. Me now, too. Now, it, 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 you, could, you could identify as a
1: goldfish, if you feel
2: like
4: Right. I uh, agree. Okay. Yeah, well, that ain't be careful business. about
1: talking about it's, which era you come from. Why? Because then, the, well, because it's just like, oh, I come from a, a a time when we looked at it this way. No, th- there is no time when you talk about biological existence of our species. This is not about perspective from a certain generation. It's, this, this, what, what, what we're dealing with right now is, you know, I would just, uh, I'd just be a little bit more, I, I wouldn't try to date yourself with your, yeah. Uh, I know it's just a passive comment, but still.
0: Yeah.
4: It becomes my business when you try to make me play the game with you. I'm not going right. to call you a goldfish, but exactly. you, you want to be a goldfish, you go be a goldfish. It's all Amen. good. I mean, it it's, it's just, we live in a weird time, man. We do. Right. Trigger Let's warnings. What the right. hell is a trigger warning?
2: <laughs> yes, exactly.
4: I, I, it's just, when, I just it is don't know weird when times. the world became so sensitive. Like, like, comedians can't tell jokes no more. No. Uh, everybody's offended. It's a joke. It's right. A <laughs> right. It's a joke. You're not supposed to take it serious. It's a joke. Right. His literal job is to joke. About want, everyone. About everyone right. and everything. <laughs> and people want to get offended and they, don't say that. That's that's triggering. Oh my God. You know what? Yeah. Sit in your house by yourself.
0: <laughs> exactly. Okay, so that's what he said. His publicist came out with a statement after the blow up and people attacking him. I'd like in, and, and they posted it on his socials. After much reflection, I'd like to express my deepest apologies to anyone that I may have hurt with my comments on parenting and gender identity. I've always been an advocate for love and inclusivity in the LGBTQI community. So I understand how my comments could have been interpreted as insensitive and offensive. Gender identity is nuanced and I can honestly admit that I plan to better educate myself on the topic so I can approach future conversations with more empathy. At the end of the day, I lead with love and support, everybody's freedom of expression in pursuit of happiness. That's what the publicist put out.
4: What's going on, loved ones?
0: And uh, this is what Neo said after that.
4: What's going on, loved ones? This is Neo. All right, listen. I normally don't give too much of a damn about what y'all think about what I do, uh, what y'all have to say about what I say, whatever. I normally don't care because, like I said, opinions ain't special. Everybody got one. However, this is something I feel very strongly on. And I need y'all to hear this from the horse's mouth, not the publicist's computer. So check this out. Somebody asked my opinion on this matter, and this is how I feel. I will never be okay with allowing a child to make a decision that detrimental to their life. I will never be okay with that. I don't care. I, I definitely plan to educate myself a little bit more on this matter. However, I doubt that there's any book anywhere or any opinion that somebody's gonna tell me that's gonna make me okay with letting a child make a decision like that. That's just period right. point blank, and that's yeah. how I feel. If I get canceled for this, then you know what? Maybe this is a world where they don't need a Neo no more, alright? And I got no problem with that. I'm a hustler, all right? I'll figure it out. I got kids to raise, and I'm going to do that regardless. So with that being said, y'all have a good day. I love everybody. Live how you want to live, love how you want to love, but your opinion is yours. Speak your opinion as much as you damn well feel like it because, as I said, they're not not special. Everybody got one, and you're entitled to it. I'm entitled to mine, all right? Y'all feel how y'all want to feel. Have a great day. It's Neo. Peace and love.
0: So his publicist put that statement out without even talking to him about it threw it up on his social media that they run. And he's like, no, 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 no. Now, I think he was a little weak in his apology in a few little places. However,
1: wait, hell Wait, yes. wait, wait, you think he was weak yeah, in his apology I, reversal, you mean?
0: Yes, in his apology reversal. I do think he should, he, like.
1: Because this has nothing to do with love how you want to love. People are just trying to love the way that they love. This is not about love. I don't give a damn what people say, you know, love is love. This is not about love This is about mutilating children. (laughs) Yeah, we're talking about sexual fetish and now bodily mutilation of minors. And and, and there is a gigantic, well funded propaganda machine that is public and private at the same time that is behind it and is that is is pushing it to uh, new frontiers so I, I reject this whole love love how you want to love nonsense this is this is not that
0: here everybody's asking who he is
1: Thank you. Thank you
0: this is a neo song that
1: sound brings me back I, yeah. you know what is Yeah What No? What, what year is that Is that 2013
0: years ago uh,
1: just it, it feels 6 seven, like
0: eight.
1: 2010 2011 so, yeah somewhere around there Yeah Man, I mean, he's that's... a
0: talented musician. Sorry, I liked him a lot when he used to.
1: I mean, I knew of him. I never, I never downloaded one single of his, but he he had a lot of he had a lot of uh, stuff on the radio.
0: Yeah, good for him. Good for him. Um, title of the show today, Frank. T M F I N R. The hashtag sweeping the nation. We covered this when it first happened. If you don't remember, it's this woman. I'm telling you, I'm getting the f*** off, and there's a reason why I'm getting the f*** off, and everyone can either believe it or they cannot believe it. I don't give two f but I am telling you right now, that mother f***, that mother f*** back there is not real, and
3: you
0: can sit on the and you can... so she said all this stuff she said you can sit here and you can all die but i'm getting off and everyone was like what the hell did she see and it sparked this ridiculous
4: A
1: fire national firestorm people okay. wondering what's happening
0: what is going on? What did she see? There have been paintings. Look at this on the screen. If you can't see this, if you can't see this because you're I listening. almost
1: bought one of these for the studio.
0: I need this. This woman was in my brain for weeks after this happened. Here, she's pointing, saying, and, and then you, you pan, and it's a mermaid, Santa Claus, like a, a jackrabbit, an alien, a unicorn.
1: That's a, that's a jackalope.
0: A jackalope, my bad. Sorry, wasn't wasn't the jackalope on Full House? And 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 he had a voice for it.
1: I think so. Dave
0: Coulier had a voice for the jackalope. I used to do it all the time. The jackalope voice. Um. What Bigfoot in the back? It's just fantastic. Anyway, weeks ago, reporter Bree Dale, um, who usually does r- religious reporting came out and she she fi- had filed a FOIA for the police report about this incident because the police were involved. She got a ticket because she kept on trying to go back onto the plane. Officers contacted the female passenger, later identified by American Airlines as Tiffany Gomas. She appeared extremely distraught, crying and repeating that the flight was not safe and wouldn't make it to Florida. Clearly, something happened. I don't care, it, like... Well then, sorry about that. My painters are here. They're fixing all the pop-outs in the ceiling. Um, clearly something happened on this plane. It was supposedly that she was taking the headphone. Somebody took her headphones. She couldn't find her headphones. She was fighting with her family. The police reports here. I'm gonna link this below for everybody, but they found her waiting for an Uber after she had tried to get back in a couple times to take the flight. They found her waiting for an Uber on the, on the street. She wouldn't sign the ticket. They gave her the ticket. Um, a written criminal trespass notice was created. Um, the the manager of the terminal signed it, but she did not sign it. Now she goes on a cruise allegedly for two weeks, doesn't realize all this crazy is going on, comes back and then never says a word about it. But now the media is doxing the ever living hell out of this woman.
1: Uh, what I don't get, and I said it last night, we knew her name within days the the name has been her name has been out there for at least a month now i think the story is just about a month old and it, it, her name's been out there for a month and suddenly every major news publication i saw sebastian gorka and other people just like breaking we now know the the the, the woman's name well, like, I mean, no you can make a lot breaking. of money
0: you can make a lot of money by doing that crap so
1: breaking you we know, don't we know we've knew, known it for a month but it's beyond that. It's not just the the mainstream, you know, corporate media, you know, trailing behind everybody else as usual. They are, they have published not only where she works. position at the company they have published pictures of her home how much her home is appraised for Mm -hmm. it is it it is wholly unnecessary what's being done here i would love for somebody to interview her and ask some basic questions i would love for somebody to dig up the person she was pointing at but but i just don't get this level of doxing i i don't i don't get it
0: over now there's a, a number of questions this is federal in nature where's the federal stuff they had to resweep the plane and the passengers to make sure they were all safe after right. what she said. So that's federal. So there's more information out there of you know, who gives it up and who doesn't, that's the other story. But the the, the, the that mother effer is not real woman is really living it up. She's not saying a damn word, and I actually think that's brilliant on her part.
1: But who was she addressing?
0: I want to know who she was addressing too. I want
1: to again yeah, because it's one thing to say I I I don't trust I don't trust the safety of the plane. Okay, well then she would be talking about something that she saw out the window, hanging off of the engine or something like that. She was uh, she was pointing at a per- she was talk- she was she was accusing a person
0: of not being real.
1: Yeah, she, she was accusing a person of putting everybody's lives in danger was it a flight attendant? Was it, I mean, just something. So I, I really, um, I don't know. It's the the second round of interest in this. has been very odd how, uh, how exploitative it is. And still we're avoiding the actual, the actual person that she is, uh, has been fearful of.
0: Yeah. It's very, very crazy. I'm still following this story. It's very interesting to me for
1: some Some, some like, I wonder who's gonna get the first interview with her. It's not gonna be me, whatever.
0: Wouldn't be me either. Wouldn't it be me either. Okay.
1: Tiffany, please find me. Everybody, me? she's
0: beautiful. So everyone wants her.
1: First of all, the reason why I knew her name is because, and it probably, it was probably a fake account, but I- oh, uh on I, Twitter? I, on Twitter, I had somebody get in touch with me. He said, "Yo, we we found we found the girl, we found her, and there was the Tiffany, and the same last name and everything." And this was, like I said, less than a week after the 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 incident went viral. So I uh, I reached out. It was a very small account, less than three hundred followers. One of the tweets it had been around for a little while. The account, so it wasn't just like created that week. And it um, somewhere on the account say, like, "Yes, I am the girl from the plane." And you know, I'm I'm proceeding with more more skepticism than anything else. But I just did my due diligence, and I had open DMs, and I said, "Tiffany, would love to have you on the show. Would love to confirm it's you and all that stuff." And um, whoever was running the account got back, I, I don't know I even forgot what they said back to me, but uh, the account was disabled, deleted, not too long afterwards. So uh, it, it could have been a LARP, but either way, if it was a LARP, it was somebody who already knew her name. So the name has been out there. Yeah, for uh, a
0: long, long time,
1: for yeah. a long
0: time. Um, yeah, she was a marketing executive and 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 she does like high, high-end high marketing and she's got like a quote from her mom and I don't know. It, it's just, it's a very interesting story to me. So, um, okay, the fourth question the the Georgia criminal case against Trump, okay? We're going to talk about this for a second. This is the weakest of the weakest and I have no idea what it's even really going to be about. Um well, we know what it's going to be about, but I have no idea what the details are they have in here to charge on. But this is the one where the grand jury foreman came out and did all those interviews about what it was like, the special grand jury foreman, and she was that little mousy-looking person that looked like the, the girlfriend of Sam Bankman Freed. Remember? Yep. And this prosecutor, this DA in Georgia, is politicized to the hilt, is already in trouble, has already had a witness or a suspect that she was working to charge, you know, barred from being charged because she did uh, events for his political opponent and very clearly was prejudiced against him online, supporting, you know, she's just hopelessly flawed, this prosecutor, to the point where there, there's a, there's a motion, I think, in front of the, the judge who was overseeing the special grand jury right now to just bar the whole thing completely because it's so politically destroyed that the case can't even move forward. So I'm not even worried about this other than for the 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 media freak out that it's going to be. However, I'm just going to be honest here. I can't this bo- I can't understand why this keeps happening. Like I I don't know why he has to do this. Trump made statements about her at in New Hampshire, um I believe it was where he said they, they say there's a young woman a young racist in atlanta and they say i guess they say she was after a certain gang she ended up having an affair with the head of the gang or a gang member this is a person who wants to indict me she's got a lot of problems but she wants to indict me and try and run for some other office she wants to indict me for a perfect phone call this is even better than my perfect call, phone call with ukraine there are ways to get your point across about a prosecution that you feel is unfair without directly attacking in a personal manner the person who will be charging you or has charged you. It's it's almost inviting problems, which maybe that's what he wants. But huh? he's, he, he's inviting... There are ways you can... I am not... I, I just... You know, it would be like if General Flynn in the middle of his malicious prosecution started going all over in interviews saying terrible things about Judge Sullivan. Like it
1: just I you know what? It, it it's uh any we we can have our our opinions on how we would do it, how other people would do it. I guess the response is all tailored to certain people's personality. He, Obviously, he's always in he's always conferring with attorneys. They may be upset with them. They may say, go ahead. We have another plan. I, I, I mean, at this point.
0: I'm, I'm, at about, this point I'm, about to, I'm about to address a comment in the chat. We just listened to a clip in Neo where he said, everybody's allowed to have their own opinion. And all of you in the chat cheered along with him, right? But when I have an opinion about something, people in the chat get pissed because I'm not kissing the ass constantly of the person they support. And I'm tired of it. I'm not here to just blanket say whatever it is that you want to hear so you feel better. If I have an opinion about something, I'm gonna say it. And if you don't want to hear it, that's the time where you can either stop listening or whatever, but stop attacking me for my opinion. I'm done being attacked
1: not every. It's not everybody, Tracy, and that's just their opinion too. I I
0: know, but you know what? I'm allowed to respond and I'm going to
1: yeah, but don't you know i I wouldn't I wouldn't get too bent out of shape over it because it's just it's just frustrating.
0: It it's like I'm not allowed to say anything that is is not completely in lockstep with the narrative that everybody wants, and I'm tired of doing it. i'm I'm not i I can't I, I can't. It's not me. I can't do that. I can't just parrot some line that makes everybody feel happy when I don't agree with the line being parroted. Everybody should be okay with that. It shouldn't be attack central every time it happens. That's all
1: okay well i I don't think
0: it's a smart idea for him to be doing this personally because i have seen a lot of cases now is it protected political speech is it free speech yes probably do you really want to have to litigate that though or can you find a craftier way to attack a prosecutor or someone else without coming out and calling them names and saying they're deranged and saying this and saying that probably your lawyers are probably losing their minds right now. Like these attorneys are probably going nuts trying to figure out what motions they need to file or what responses they need to have or whatever in, in courtrooms that are not friendly to you. It's not like-
1: Well, I mean, that, maybe that's the whole point. They, they, he, maybe he and his team have assessed this in a way where they know there's probably no way that there, unless there is some kind of a technicality that can override every political obstacle that is in their way to have the whole damn thing thrown out, that if this just goes through the process, that there's no way that they're going to be able to win in this courtroom anyway, and that they are really just preparing for an appeal. And why not just go to war and not seem like a defenseless punching bag at the he doesn't have
0: to be a defenseless punching bag he can still fight back without being so ridiculously overt and 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 taunting i'm just not it's stupid to me number one he, he basically said if they do put a protective order on him on Friday, he's just going to do what he wants anyway. He's literally asking for them to arrest him and throw him in a jail cell, which is, I guess, what he wants at this point. Maybe he wants to be in jail. He wants to do that. He wants to be a martyr. He wants to make everybody blow up and all the crazy that could that could come from that to happen. Maybe he wants that. Personally, I don't. I don't want that. I don't want everybody freaking out that they jailed a former president because he couldn't follow a court order that he, if he had just changed the way he was approaching things tactically would have been a non-issue and he would be able to get all of his points across. I'm not a a fan of that strategy. I don't appreciate it. If that's the strategy he wants to employ, clearly that's what he's doing. But I just don't see what the benefit is for anybody.
1: Well, we'll see because this is this is purely on his shoulders it's it's the entire case is about him and his life going forward so i'm a uh, i'm i'm totally fine with just sitting back and like most things now seeing how it all plays out um
0: here's the problem i have with it personally this is my personal issue i believe wholeheartedly that all of the indictments that have been brought so far are weak sauce and stupid and politically motivated, right? Um, And I I have no problem sharing that with everybody. You know, there are some things in in some of them that kind of make me scratch my head. For example, the documents case, why, what the actual, I just wanna know more information. Like what's the actual um, conversation that they had about that server? Were they really asking to delete video footage from it? Or is that just a public relations Indictment with cherry picked text messages. I think we we know the answer to that question given what we've seen. But things like this make me cringe so hard that it's like, mm, this is like I'm not gonna defend that because I, I personally can't. I can't defend that. So if that's what people are looking for, like they're not gonna find I can't. I can't defend it. Just personally. And and they're still looking into him. They're still looking at the pack. They're screwed, like we've been talking about the financial aspect of all this. Now this claim in this article, I think is a non-issue because they'd have, like what they're saying is the Trump team knew the election wasn't stolen. That's BS and we all know it's BS. And because they knew it wasn't stolen when they were raising funds to fight the theft, they were lying to people, thereby raising funds, you know, in a fraudulent manner. But I don't believe for a second that Trump didn't believe the election was stolen. So they have to get inside of his head and prove that he thought that the election was, was legit. But it, it, what he, he doesn't think that. Like, no part of me thinks that Trump actually thought that he was lying to everybody, right? So I think that that's bull. Yeah. But they've got Kerrick in there, and they're, they're looking for all kinds of information from him about the pack and whatever. And then yesterday... We got something really crazy out of the Gateway pundit. Did you see this?
1: No. What? Oh, from Michigan. Yes. Yeah.
0: Um. It eight...
1: makes me wonder how uh, how far down the line, how far down the line they knew that this kind of a revelation was coming, and and uh, and and maybe maybe the the sixteen indictments for uh, fraudulent electors is is just uh, you know a little bit more gamesmanship in michigan yeah yeah you have these 16 electors that have been charged and um well for denying pretty much denying that joe biden won um and then and then you have this which is just more proof positive i mean how many how many ways you want to pick this whole thing apart but it's it's pretty incredible what's been uncovered Uh,
0: this story 800,000 ballot applications sent to non-qualified voters, bags of prepaid gift cards, guns with silencers, burner phones, and a Democrat-funded organization with multiple temporary facilities in several states. This article is insane. It's from an actual investigation, a, uh, a Michigan State police report, that they were looking into this, what appeared to be a criminal operation where... Voter registration forms seems to have been forged for people so that then they could fill out a ballot, you see. That's how it works. You take people on the voter rolls or who aren't on the voter rolls, you 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 register them to vote fraudulently and then you have them you have them vote when it comes time to vote. And then I came across this clip which I wanted to show um everybody. This is from 2020. I I don't remember this
3: dude. The yeah, ballots from 6
0: Anybody telling you like this is where people just can't wrap their head around me. I don't believe for a second the 2020 election was was legitimate. And I also don't share some other beliefs. And people are like, where are you? What do you, uh, like, th- this, j- this is from someone who was there. I want to play it in its entirety. It's it's freaking ridiculous how people can actually go out there and say that they don't believe that anything fraudulent happened in 2020. It's insane to me. 2 AM
3: to about 2 PM the next day, because I was doing duplicates. Um, From these duplicate ballots I observed, none of them were for Trump, none of them. And from the other two shifts or two rounds that we did earlier, only one ballot that I witnessed from a duplicate was for Trump. So I'm talking just a dozen off my sampling from that one shift of 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. none. And throughout the whole time, the whole night I only saw one. Um, Three other challengers, around me told me the same thing from their sampling. So, also we challenged ballots all night. They were, every challenge was refused. They never carried it out. They never issued challenge ballots. There's no track, no remedy, no records. No, no recording of any challenge ballots the entire night. So we challenged. Um, poll workers changed duplicate ballots to straight Democrat ticket. So for example, you know, it would be like a mixed ticket. Bubbles filled in everywhere. I personally witnessed employees taking their pen and filling in the Democrat trade ticket when it's not. And so you're gonna have other people testify that when it goes to adjudication that they see two different parties filled in. And then nine times out of 10, you're also gonna have testimony too that says that the employees were saying it should go to the Democrats. That's true. I, 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 because there's 200 tables, 150 tables, however many tables there are, five employees per table and they all have pens. And I witnessed them writing a ticket for the straight Democrat ticket. Um, so I also witnessed like duplicates of duplicate ballots, which was very strange to me. We were making a duplicate, take it to back to the tabulator, and again, make another duplicate of the duplicate. I personally asked the employees, hey, why are we making, like first verify, is this a duplicate of a duplicate? They said yes. I said why? This is the tabulator says unknown reasons. Okay, so and then I also at the tabulators did see the double counting on the jams. Um, I saw that several times. Um, they would take the ballots that were just just scanned, and just rescan them again once there would be a jam. And then around 2 p.m., I leave the room for about five minutes to grab a snack because they're saying, you know, snacks are coming in. Go grab a snack. Go ahead. I leave the room 2 p.m. The the minute I leave the room they block out the whole room with coverings. Very normal,
0: very oh, perfect procedure followed on every step of the perfect election. You had- They're molesters. Hundreds of witnesses saying these things because-
1: Well, I, I, this, and these are the things that I give. We got inundated, buried by these testimonies. These are sw- uh, and sworn affidavits yep, as well. Yep. The, the people were delivering these stories under penalty of perjury that means they put their lives on the line. Okay, they were willing to put their life their freedom on the line to tell these stories, which is a uh, uh that, that that's pretty serious stuff. That's why it's taken seriously in a court of law.
0: Well, usually.
1: Um, usually. Because of course, the no matter how much we were inundated with this this kind of testimony, it all it all went by the wayside. And after a couple of months of not hearing about it anymore, then they just keep saying lies like uh Trump's claims were defeated in court 75 times and he's he lost the election. When his this claims is were never
0: freaking heard. That's the I thing. Know. Like I, I blasted that all over socials.
1: And Michigan was the only state where we actually got a little, a little jiggling around. A little bit of looseness Yeah, in Antrim.
0: Well, Wendy just wrote a whole column about what they're doing at DiPerno now. They indicted him. They indicted Matt DePerno.
1: So it's just crazy to see this again and, and to remember.
0: We did this uh, for like, we covered every last bit of this for, and I, it's just very frustrating. It really is. I had a clip, um, The Democrats are now arguing that they never, ever wanted um, late-term abortion and that they weren't actually ever saying that, like trying to gaslight the world into into forgetting what Ralph Northam said in Virginia about how they can keep the baby comfortable and then decide what they want to do with it if it survives an abortion. Remember? Absolutely terrible. Minnesota babies who survive abortions no longer entitled to life-saving medical care. They're no longer required to note whether the abortion resulted in a born-alive infant or any medical actions were taken to preserve the life of a born-alive infant. This is murder, like all abortion is, in my opinion. This is really particularly heinous murder. It's absolutely terrible. And there's a clip I have here of, of a bunch of Democrats talking about how they support killing babies at like nine months gestation. Openly, brazenly, and happily talking about it. So while the right now twists itself into pretzels to try and, and say how any state that enacted any legislation barring um, abortions after six weeks, abortions after 12 weeks, is is killing them in terms of elections, I say life is more precious than, than, than that. I, I can't understand how we're sacrificing our principles for As I've been doing this for 20-something years, my my principles have never changed. They've always remained the same. And I don't like sacrificing those principles in favor of something, like to get me a leg up somewhere. It's just not something that I can do. It, I don't know. It's just terrible. This whole thing is terrible. <sighs>
2: Well, we could finish listening to this lady. Because you bought a ticket, I need to see a KN ninety four well fitted or a ninety-five well fitted or a P one hundred. And if I see a baggy mask, well-fitted. I'm going to tell you to take it off and put on one that I hand opportunity in like three and a half overages. Um Here we go, wait. it is building for two hours. Makes me anxious. But I feel like it's a measured risk and one I'm willing to take. And if there are more cautions that we could take definitely let me know but if you want to go um hit the comments let me know and i'll be in touch i'll get in touch with you it would make over DM me anxious if i had to
1: carry around all make that it weight for- i i it would it would make me anxious if i had to carry around that 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 body that blubber i uh, to to feel, to feel she's that way and be down probably
0: out of breath just getting up from the parking lot she probably has a handicap pass for it and
1: she's I, probably and this is a person where influenza is a very serious thing. Uh, this is the this is the kind of person that that becomes an influenza death statistic on any other year prior to 2020. I mean it's a it's a serious thing. And 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 you know honestly in 2020 as the summer and the and the, uh, the summer wore on we were having some I mean at least off of the rate off of the uh the television we were having some seriously meaningful conversations about how covid um sh- uh was shining a light on how unhealthy we are as a uh how susceptible we are to anything and
0: whoever paid attention to any of the nobody no government they were they were stuffing cheeseburgers down their throat trying to get you to take a vaccine instead of focusing on getting healthy so that your body can fend off an infection
1: it's just it, it's just it you think you think about the diabetes rates you think about heart disease, you think about the problems we have, you think about the, our consumption, how we are 5% of the world population, we're consuming over, I don't know, well over 50% of the pharmaceuticals, which aren't even made here. I mean, we are in real, if there is a legit health crisis, we are in bad shape. That's why I always said, you know, if, if we had an EMP attack, if the, the, the power grids failed and all that stuff. They, we, we start, you think about all the people who are being kept alive by pharmaceuticals or people who are going to get dialysis done. They they need, I mean, there there is just, we are in bad shape and most of it is lifestyle. Most of it is lifestyle. And it gets to a point where, you know, it's hard to reverse it even with lifestyle changes after so many years of living in such bad shape. But I mean, we, We've got to take care of ourselves.
0: I'm um I'm I'm my husband one day decided that he was going to change everything about his lifestyle and focus on health. And it's been since January and what I've seen the transformation that I've seen has been nothing short of awe-inspiring. Um it's possible for everybody. You just have to make the decision, commit to it and work your ass off because you're undoing years of damage that you've done to yourself for whatever reason um and it's possible everybody can do it
1: every just a little bit just even if it's a walk a brisk walk for a half hour to 45 minutes a day you have got you have got to expend energy you have got to You've got to feel tension in your muscle tissues. You've got to create tension, even if you don't want to go to a. You don't need to go to a a, a gym. You can just isometrically there, squeeze yep. and tense. You you got to be able DDP to do yoga. it. You have to.
0: get DDP yoga. They have a program that you can start in your bed. If you if you're immobile, it's amazing. DDP yoga is amazing. Check it out.
1: And you don't know too? Like Tracy just said with Will, how uh, it was awe-inspiring. If you take care of yourself, the people around you are going to notice. You don't have to come out of this looking like a damn supermodel. But if people around you see you putting the work in every day, that is is inspiring. It's sexy. Hell yeah. I mean, it's true. Seriously. It's changed everything. When you see somebody committing to being where it's just... You're going from you know, one couch cushion to the next. And there's actually no concerted effort to condition your body to prepare for the rest of your life. It it, it, uh, it, it makes it seem like you've just given up. And then um, that sends a message to people around you. And it really does. It makes an impact. I mean, you can actually change the culture of your household. True. Just by people seeing you take care of yourself. It it, it Little things like that. Has, you don't have to come out looking like Jack Lalanne. Uh, it really, it's just about doing it. He's um, almost
0: at a hundred pounds. That's amazing. He's amazing. My husband is amazing. I've never it. It. He. What, what Frank just said is a hundred percent correct. I have never been so proud and and like just
1: you're, you're probably 10 times more attracted to him too
0: not even because you're, of what he looks like
1: <laughs> i know because you see you see because you're seeing a man at work yes and it and 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 it the, the reverse is the same when you when you see people you're with working on themselves and it taking it seriously
0: huge it makes a big difference i'm very proud of him there's no words to explain it so everybody bust your asses Focus on yourselves. Get yourselves healthy so that this this stuff like that we were just watching is a non-issue. You guys have been listening to the Dark to Light podcast with
1: Frankie Val in the basement and... Beans.
0: You can hear us every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Time on TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and RadioInfluence.com. Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 8.30 a.m. Eastern Time streaming live on Rumble, Getter, and X. And also check out Frank's show Monday through Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern time on quitefrankly.tv or Rumble. And we'll be back here on Friday after the Missouri v. Biden hearing.
1: Later.